0: Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncy Mavasser, and broadcasting live from Shlurko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number one. U.S. and Israeli officials have reached an agreement to collaborate on formulating a plan for delivering humanitarian aid to Gaza as confirmed by a senior State Department official, speaking to reporters on Anthony Blinken's plane early Tuesday, October 17th. For two days, people have gathered on the Gaza side of the crossing encouraged by indications from U.S. officials that the border would reopen, yet it has remained closed. Amid these developments, Israel has continued to conduct airstrikes in Gaza. The Enclaves Interior Ministry reported that an Israeli airstrike in the southern city of Rafah resulted in the deaths of five individuals and the injury of at least 15 others. Rafa is located near Gaza's border with Egypt. Notably, Hamas released a video featuring Mia Shem, a young French-Israeli woman being held hostage in the Gaza Strip. In the video, the 21-year-old disclosed an arm injury and revealed that she has been brought to Gaza. This release marks the first video featuring any of the hostages held in Gaza. Israeli authorities believe that about 199 people are being held in Gaza while a Hamas representative stated on Monday that there are at least 200 to 250 captives across the Strip. Satellite images from Sky News reveal extensive destruction of homes and infrastructure in Gaza. Residential neighborhoods have been reduced to rubble, impacting schools, hospitals, and religious sites. The Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project, ACLED, has documented 33 distinct sites that have been subjected to to bombardment as of October 12th. Iran's foreign minister issued a warning on Monday stating that a regional network of militias, known in parts of the Middle East as the "Axes of Resistance, would initiate multiple fronts against Israel if its attacks continued to result in civilian casualties in Gaza. The Iranian official expressed this warning during a live televised interview with Iranian state television on Monday night, emphasizing the urgent need to halt the, quote, war crimes against Palestinians. House Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Michael McCall informed CNN on Monday that his committee is drafting legislation as a precaution to authorize U.S. military force in case the current conflict between Israel and Hamas escalates into a broader proxy war involving Iran. Number two. If there's one clear objective of Israel's war in Gaza right now, it is this to hunt down and assassinate Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar. Referred to by Israel as the Butcher of Khan Yunis for his violent and cruel torture methods against his enemies, both Israeli and Palestinian, Sinwar, who is 60 years old, is widely seen as being behind the massacre of Israeli civilians carried out by thousands of Hamas militants on October 7th. The attack, which took the lives of over 1,400 Israelis, with a further 200 missing and likely being held hostage inside the Gaza Strip, is the worst attack against Jews since the Holocaust. Civilian men, women and children. Babies, elderly grandparents, mothers, and fathers were murdered in their beds in the early morning hours of October 7th. That man is in our sights, Israeli Defense Forces spokesperson Lieutenant Colonel Richard Hecht told journalists over the weekend. Sinwar is the leader of Hamas in Gaza, and he's a dead man walking. We will get to him however long it takes, and this war could be long, he said. Sinwar, who is believed to be somewhere in the Palestinian enclave but hidden deep underground in the warren of tunnels Hamas uses to transport weapons and fighters and where they may be, may even be keeping the hostages, was born in the Khan Yunus refugee camp when the area was part of Egypt. According to multiple sources, he was always a militant activist and joined Hamas not long after its founding in 1987. Two years later, he was arrested by Israel for his involvement in the abduction and killing of two Israelis, as well as the torturing and murder of four Palestinians he considered to be collaborators. Sentenced to life in prison, Sinwar ended up serving 22 years in Israeli jail and was eventually released as part of a prisoner exchange for the abducted Israeli soldier Gilad Shalit in 2011. Sinwar has been active since the early days of Hamas, Kobe Michael, a senior researcher at the Institute for National Security Studies in Tel Aviv, told Fox News Digital. In jail, he became a prominent leader of Hamas prisoners and was a very influential figure among all Palestinian prisoners. Michael said that during his time in jail, Sinwar learned to speak Hebrew fluently and knows Israeli society very well. He is religious, not necessarily in practice, but in religious extremism. In his soul and in mentality, he's a living martyr, not afraid to die or sacrifice himself. And he's extreme and believes that he can lead the Palestinian people to destroy Israel. In terms of the October 7th attack, which was led by Hamas' elite Nukba forces, Israel believes Sinwar and other Hamas leaders, such as military commander Mohammed Deif. Have been preparing for the attack for more than two years. There is evidence that Sinwar purposely misled regional partners such as Egypt and Qatar into believing that he was more focused on relieving the humanitarian crisis for the enclave's 2.1 million residents than drawing Israel into a war. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner, the Israeli army spokesperson, told Fox News Digital that the army had quote, no doubt, Sinwar was the mastermind of this massacre. He coordinated the entire institution of Hamas, the government and the military wing. He is the financier and the instructor and he gave the ultimate green light to carry this out. Sinwar, he said, was was at the top of the Israeli military's list of targets. He is the figurehead, and although there are many others that were involved in the butchering of our civilians, we are collecting and currently analyzing visuals found on the body cams carried by the Hamas terrorists during the attack. As to whether Israel will be able to reach its greatest enemy as long as Israel stays determined and does not surrender under the pressure of the international community, there is a high probability Israel will be able to get its hands on Sinwar. Sinwar will not remain alive for too much longer, he said. Number 3 The Asa representatives is finally expected to vote on a new speaker on Tuesday, October 17th at noon after the chamber ousted its previous leader in a historic majority vote earlier this month. Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, representative from Ohio, was chosen as Republicans' candidate for speaker last week after a tumultuous few days in which Majority Leader Steve Scalise, the initial speaker-designate last week, was forced to drop out of the race over growing public opposition. And despite Republicans holding the House majority, it's not immediately clear if Jordan can win on the first ballot. We need to get a speaker tomorrow. The American people deserve to have their Congress, their House of Representatives working. Jim Jordan told reporters on Monday evening I felt good walking into the conference and I feel even better now House representatives met behind closed doors on Monday night where Jordan made a last appeal to the holdouts against him he'll need a simple majority to win the speaker's gavel but with the House the House Republicans razor-thin margin and majority and at least one expected absence he can only lose three GOP votes to still clinch the speakership if all House Democrats are present. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.